1: Uh, all right, Brian Baldinger
0: joins us here. He's our Odyssey NFL insider. Brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Baldy is also the host of the Odyssey original podcast, In the Huddle, with Jason LaConfora and Carl Dukes. Carl oh, Dukes. Whoa, 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 whoa. We know whoa, him. Hold on. Covering the entire NFL. Hey, Baldy. Hey,
1: look at Carl. Randy, Randy yeah, we got we got Carl back on board, man. You Way know, to go. I, I, need a, I need a pro. I need a pro to handle the podcast, man. He's coming on board. Oh, that's oh, awesome! Yeah, that's
0: great. Let me ask you. We were just talking about uh, food briefly. Remember, we had yeah. uh, we had mentioned hot sauce on the uh, hard boiled eggs a couple uh, weeks ago. I yeah, was wondering, I heard that. did you ever did you ever try that out, and what did you think?
1: No, I have not. Oh. Uh, but I need to be reminded because I, you know, I'm just a salt and pepper guy, mm-hmm. and I eat hard boiled eggs almost every single day. So uh, tomorrow morning, it will be priority number one. Uh, before I watch the Atlanta Falcon film for the second time, I'm doing hard-boiled eggs and hot sauce for you guys tomorrow. My dude. Great, good.
0: We'll check in on that next week. Now, you said you've at least watched the Falcons tape once. Uh, what stood yes. out to you as most impressive uh, offensively?
1: Well, I mean, I said – I don't know if I said it on your uh, show last week, but I said if the ball doesn't go to Cordero Patterson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London over and over and over again, then somebody – Is head should roll because those three guys are stars. You can see it just the way teams try to defend them, their ability to go up and get a ball, what they do after the catch. And sure enough, last week, it was just basically Cordero, Kyle, Drake, like and repeat, and that's what they did. And they got great production from all three guys. They put up 27 points. They won the game in a tough place. And they look like they can move the ball with the best of them right now.
2: (laughs) dude. Oh, how how the three weeks? How have you looked at this offensive line? I know they had a new starting guard because we had a, a some kind of personal thing with with the left guard. But overall, has the moving of the pocket kind of maybe not put that much pressure on those five guys?
1: I think a little bit. I think you know, there's a there's always a little bit of a dance, Randy, between the offensive line and quarterbacks and running backs about what they like, where they're going to be, um, and and just the, like the fine tuning of things up front. But, you know, that 17-yard touchdown run by Cordero last week, you really can't block the play any better than that. They like a two-back system. Keith, you know, Keith Smith, the fullback, is a big part of it. Uh, they've got a blocking tight end right there that handles things pretty good on the edge. So, I, I felt like that was a good week last week because it's hard to get off on the ball. Like, you can't hear anything in Seattle. So, you don't always get off on the snap count. And if you're a little late against that front, they got some beef up there. Like, you're not going to get those kind of runs, the 40-yarder that Cordero had or the production that they had. So I felt like it was the best week that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we don't know whether or not Miles Garrett will be available on Sunday. Obviously, great to hear that, that he's okay after that car crash, but don't, don't know yeah. if he's going to be able to play. Um, if he doesn't, how, how much does that impact your feeling on this football
1: game between the Falcons and the Browns? Well, he's the game changer on that defense. You know, they lost both starting inside linebackers last week. All right, you lost uh, Jeremiah Coromoa over there. Like he, he went down. Andrew Walker's out for the year, so you lost to both starting inside linebackers. Uh, Clowney didn't play last week. I don't know what his situation is for this week. I mean, I saw the car. I mean, I'm, I would yeah. never drive a Porsche, but like the thing is just too small. But I, I can't believe you walked out of that thing. He's okay. Uh, Miles will play if he can play. Like he's just and he's just that important. But he changes the game. Because I don't care what kind of protection schemes you have, like he's just he's just rare, and he can blow up on he can blow up almost any given play, and he can play right side or left side, um, just about anywhere on the defensive line. So he's a factor, and if ninety five's on the field, you have to game plan him every single play.
2: When you, when you look at this weekend's matchup, Baldy, as opposed to last week, the run game for Cleveland is their bread and butter. And and if they can't find a way to limit Nick Chubb, I'm not saying shut him down. Limit Ch- Nick Chubb. Is there a way that you know can can Jacoby Brissett throw the ball to beat the Falcons this weekend? As
1: Randy, listen. Can a bulldog really say that about another bulldog running back? I mean, <laughs> like, can anybody stop Nick Chubb? That's why I said not stop right now. Like, but here's the thing, Randy. I, like, I broke the. I honestly feel. And I'm not bragging. I feel like I could teach. The Cleveland Brown running game in five minutes. Like, it's five of the most basic plays you've ever seen. And they just repeat them, though. They run them against every front. You know, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh knows it better than anybody. They couldn't do anything to stop them. Um, It's a one-two punch. Uh, He's got unbelievable contact balance. You can have the greatest defense in the world. He's going to run through tackles. Like, I don't know if there's a way you can absolutely contain them. Uh, They're really good up front. They probably have the best tandem of guards in all of football. Uh, Will Teller and Joel Petonio. They love to pull Petonio. He's their pulling guard. Like, he runs power. Mm-hmm. He runs traps. He runs uh, gut. Like, he, like, him on the move is tough. It's tough. He's getting out on smaller guys. It's hard to stay in front of him. He's a moving wall, is what he is. Mm-hmm. So, like, they got the work cut out for him, but everybody that plays him knows that. Right. But to answer your question, I read this, Randy. I don't, I don't believe it, but I read it. That the highest graded quarterback in the league, for whatever that's worth, is Jacoby Brissett.
2: Huh. Okay.
1: So can he beat you? I don't know. According <laughs> to some of these, you know, these letter grade companies. Uh, evidently, he can.
0: I would. I'd love to see the breakdown. I would not of that. Yeah, actually, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Good for him, though, man. He got a good grade from somebody. Brian Baldinger. Brian Baldinger joining us, our Odyssey NFL Insider. Let's talk about some of the games coming up this weekend. I want to start with the Thursday night game. What has stood out to you most
1: about the Dolphins and their three 0 start? How aggressive they are. Yeah. You know, they had a fourth and one at midfield against uh, the Patriots Week One. And they went for it on fourth and one and hit a 47-yard touchdown pass <laughs> to Jalen Waddle, who's doing the Waddle in the end zone at the end. Like, there's not a lot of teams that would do that. They had a comfortable lead at the time, 10 nothing, And they went for it. They could have easily played field position, gotten out of halftime at 10-0. Um, against Miami, they never stopped being aggressive. And then last week, you know, like it's third and 22, all right? And they're down 17-14. Most teams are like, all right, we'll screen it, we'll punt it, we'll get out of here. Uh-huh. They went 50 yards down the field to Waddle, and it was the best pass that I think Tua has thrown all year. Um, you know, next thing I, they, they do is score and take the lead. They never surrendered it. Like, that's, that to me, more than anything, st- stands out because they haven't run the ball great. They're supposed to, but they haven't run it great yet. They've had a lot of different offensive alignment in there, all that kind of stuff. But they have been aggressive, and they have stayed aggressive. And that to me is the head coach. And that's just who the head coach
2: is. Hey, Baldwin one of the more interesting games to me this weekend is Jacksonville and Philly. And when yep. you look at that Philly front line, I, I think we talked to you last week, uh, you were talking about they got a bunch of hunters. But then you got the, the other offensive defensive line of Philadelphia. I mean, they got nine sacks. So good luck to the commanders this weekend with Dallas coming in. But how do you see this game playing out when you talk about how, how improved Jalen Hurts is against this improved defense and also how good Trevor Lawrence is playing so far?
1: Ready? They've hit on every high pick in Jacksonville. I mean, Trayvon Walker looks like the number one pick in the draft. He is a great player. Trevor Lawrence is rebuilt, and he looks like the He looks like that kid out of Cartersville, Georgia high school. Right. Like he looks like that guy right now. Uh, you look at Devin Lloyd. He might be as good at off the ball inside linebackers as in football already. Like they hit on all their picks. Their starting center is a rookie out of Kentucky, Luke Fortner, playing great ball. They're much better up front than the Commanders are. Um, but that being said, Trevor Lawrence has good mobility. He doesn't look to run; he looks to throw it. But he can extend plays. The offense is is really—it's just smart. It's just a smart offense, you know. Like they don't try to do all that much, but enough that you got to game plan them. You got to you got to figure out their formations and personnel groupings and all that stuff. And defensively, Josh Allen right now—he's second or third in the league in quarterback pressures. You know, Trayvon Walker is a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they're they're well-built. And I think they'll give Philadelphia a lot, you know, to be honest with you. I mean, Philadelphia's playing great ball and all that kind of stuff. Jalen Hurts might be the best deep ball throw in football mm. right now, the way he's attacking. But it's going to be a good game. And Doug Peterson coming back, like, oh, I don't yeah. think the fans are going to boo him. Like, they like to boo everybody. But <laughs> I don't think they're going to boo the only coach that's ever won a Super Bowl. So, and he didn't, he didn't want out of Philly. He got fired in Philly. Yeah. So I think they'll show him actually some respect, which would be rare for an Eagle fan base. Can the the Saints keep
0: starting Jameis, given the way he looks physically right now?
1: I don't know that they have a better option, Mm. to be honest with you. But, look, they lost to Carolina last week, Andy. And I was, like, I thought the coaching staff did a horrible job. I mean, they, they lined up in these blitz zero looks, and they had no answer for it. Jameis or these are getting sacked or throwing interceptions against it, but he didn't have an answer for it. And to me, that starts with coaching and fixing things on the sideline and adjusting. Because Carolina really hadn't shown that, but they lined up in it and they gave Jameis Winston all kind of fits. But I know this, regardless of you know whether it's Ian Book or whoever they got backing them up right now there, you know, uh, Trevor Simeon, whoever's backing them up. Like I know this: if you keep throwing interceptions at the rate that Jameis is. You got to pull them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bolly, we appreciate it. Appreciate it, it as Ball, always. Thank you. Okay, you got it, guys.